You are Locked On Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. Time for another episode of Locked On Kings. Is that a new intro I hear, or at least new music? On today's Locked On Kings podcast, I'm putting on my general manager hat, and I want you to do the same. It is our Choose Your Own Kings Offseason Adventure episode of the Locked On Kings podcast. We're going to walk through four very different offseason scenarios, what I would do for the Sacramento Kings, and then we can all decide at the end which of the four teams I assembled is the best, which is the best route to go and I would love for you to take these four scenarios and make your own moves. Let's have some fun on this Friday edition of the Locked on Kings podcast. Welcome into Locked on Kings, your podcast hub for Sacramento Kings coverage all regular season and all off season. If you're looking for in-depth analysis, game-by-game breakdowns, highlights, interviews with local and national experts, full coverage of the Sacramento Kings from January through December, this is the place for you, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And speaking of Locked On Podcast Network, we're putting on a live NBA draft show for you featuring the GOAT Chad Ford, Locked On NBA draft host Rafael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales. They'll be live this year covering the NBA draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021 brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Be sure to follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage starting on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. The draft is right around the corner. I will be a part of that live show. I hope you will join me. My name is Matt George. I have the privilege of being your host here. I've been a Sacramento Sports Radio host for the last six, nearly seven years. This is season number eight for me covering the Kings, both as an on-air host and a multimedia journalist. And look, I love the fantasy elements of basketball. I love playing general manager mode in NBA 2K, but sometimes those go a little too heavy into the realm of fantasy. How can we put ourselves in charge of the Sacramento Kings and make moves that realistically both could happen and fit under the salary cap. Well, I decided to take that challenge on myself and build my own version of kind of what you would call a choose-your-own-adventure novel, except replace novel with the Sacramento Kings offseason. The way this works is I put together a template, which I can send to you if you want to try this yourself, at Matt George Radio on Twitter or email me, mgeorge at saclocalmedia.com, letting me know you want this template. It's just on a Microsoft Word document. It's nothing special. But essentially, this build-your-own-off-season has three parts. The draft, salary cap situation, and finally, trades and free agency. Those are the three parts. And within these three parts are four different scenarios. Scenario A, staying at nine and making no other moves on draft night. Scenario B, making a salary dump trade on draft night. Scenario C, making a mild move on draft night. And scenario D, a swing for the fences type move on draft night. From there, you build a tree or a timeline of the moves that you would make from draft night through the remainder of the offseason before you have your team going into the 2021-2022 season. Before I share with you the teams that I put together in these four scenarios, again, the purpose of this is to be as realistic as possible, meaning we are going to follow all of the known salary cap and collective bargaining agreement guidelines that exist, at least as best as we possibly can. If things aren't 100% accurate, that's okay. We're not all front office cap nerds. But here are some important notes for you to keep in the back of your mind for this exercise. 
The 2021-2022 salary cap is at $112 million. The luxury tax is at $136.6 million, which we won't have to worry about at all for the Sacramento Kings. The luxury tax, that's what it is, but we're not going to even touch that for Sacramento. The real number that's important is that salary cap, $112 million. The current foundation of King's salaries as of right now is around $105.4 million. That's eight players currently under guaranteed contract equaling $98 million. That's the ninth pick that is going to be worth $3.8 million this year. It's important to note second round picks don't count against your cap space. And then four empty roster spots at $3.6 million broken down to $900,000 each. There are basically four $900,000 cap holds on each one of those spots because you have to obviously fill all 13. And also another note, Buddy Heald's cap space, when you look it up online, it might say $22.4 million. It's actually $22.8 million because of his incentives. All these notes will be on the outline that I send to you again if you want to play and create your own Kings offseason. So let's jump into this. The moves that I made in my own Sacramento Kings offseason, and we'll start with scenario A, staying at number nine with no other draft moves. With the ninth pick, I selected Franz Wagner. And by the way, we're all assuming that these players are going to be available. I'm not going to say that at number nine, Scotty Barnes was there or even Jonathan Kaminga. I'm going to go with players that will more than likely be available at that spot on draft night. Again, the point of this is to try and be as realistic as possible. Obviously, we have to make some assumptions, so not everything will be 100% set in stone. But I select Franz Wagner out of Michigan with the ninth pick, and with the 39th pick, I selected Isaiah Todd, the power forward center out of the G League Ignite. So those are my two draft picks, and here's the salary situation after draft night. $105.4 million taken up. I have 10 total players with three slots to fill. So now we get into the fun part, the trades and or free agency. And remember, the salary cap is at $112 million, so I don't have a ton of space. First thing I'm doing is trading Buddy Heald and Marvin Bagley to the New Orleans Pelicans for Eric Bledsoe and Steven Adams, which both those players coming back will add $1.4 million to my salary. Because I've acquired Eric Bledsoe and he can be my backup ball handler off the bench, I'm taking DeLon Wright and I'm trading him to Portland For Derek Jones Jr., who's on a $9.7 million player option that he more than likely will accept, gives myself some wing depth, and that adds $1.1 million to my salary. Obviously, in this scenario, Rashawn Holmes is walking. There's no way we can afford to re-sign him. And that's okay because we just acquired Steven Adams, so he's our starting center going forward. Not as ideal of a fit as Rashawn Holmes, for sure, but Adams provides rebounding, a physical presence on the inside, and is not a bad pickup. Since Rashawn Holmes is gone with my final bit of cap space, I'm signing Alex Len to a one-year $3 million deal, but I still have a couple roster spots to fill. Thankfully, I have what's called the mid-level exception, which essentially means I can offer a two-year $10 million deal that can take me over the cap without penalizing me. And I would offer that mid-level exception to Mo Harkless to try and bring him back. Now, again, I'm assuming that Harkless isn't going to get better elsewhere, which is very possible. I'm assuming that two years, $10 million is right up Harkless's alley, and he chooses to remain in Sacramento. Of course, I'm assuming all these players accept these deals, but I think they're realistic money ranges for all the free agents that I'm going to be signing during this exercise. 
I'm also matching any offer or issuing the qualifying offer to Terrence Davis. I'm allowed to go over the cap with that because of Davis's rights that I own. And I'm renegotiating Chemezi Metu's non-guaranteed contract. I'm bringing it down to a guaranteed $1.7 million to take up that final roster spot. So team A is as follows. De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, Franz Wagner, Harrison Barnes, Steven Adams, Eric Bledsoe, Derek Jones Jr., Mo Harkless, Alex Len, Terrence Davis, Chemezi Metu, Robert Woodard, and Jamias Ramsey. That's Team A. Before we get to Teams B, C, and D that I've put together in very different off-season scenarios, I want to let you know that you can actually bet on all of these off-season moves that I'm hypothetically putting together. You can bet what happens during the NBA draft on Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action, whether it's side stuff, what's happening off the court or off the field, prop bets, or of course, betting on the games themselves. Bet Online is the best place to make money and have fun doing it. Make sure you head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. When you sign up, receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKED ON. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game and cash in on your sports knowledge. Have fun, make money, and let me know what you're winning on Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So scenario A was not making any other moves other than drafting at pick 9 and pick 39 on draft night. Scenario B is a salary dump trade on draft night, which I decided would be sending Marvin Bagley pick number 39 and a 2020 second rounder to the Oklahoma City Thunder who can straight up absorb his money for pick number 18. With the ninth pick, I selected Franz Wagner, and with pick 18, I selected the forward center out of Kentucky, Isaiah Jackson. So what's the salary situation after that? Well, now I have some space to work with. $99.2 million taken up. I have nine players and four slots to fill. So you know I'm going right to Rashawn Holmes with that money. Unfortunately, it's not as much money as I would have liked, and there's a very good chance that Rashawn does not accept the max contract that I can offer him, which is four years, $54.8 million dollars, that ends up being around $13.7 million per year. Now, of course, I could structure this contract to be a smaller amount, the max $13.7 at the beginning, and then as the contract goes on each year, there's more money for him, a backloaded contract essentially. But instead of getting that complicated, I'll just say it's $13.7 million a year over four years. So now we have to split this into two other scenarios. If Rashawn Holmes accepts and if Rashawn Holmes declines. We'll start with if Rashawn accepts. I have Next to nothing left. I'm using my mid-level exception again on Mo Harkless. I'm matching all offers on Terrence Davis. And I'm renegotiating and signing Chemezi Metu. That's if Rashawn accepts. If Rashawn declines, now we need a starting center. Desperately. So I have four options here. Option one is I go to Andre Drummond and offer him what I'm most comfortable, or the max I'm comfortable offering him, which was a three-year, $33 million deal with the third year partially guaranteed. I have no idea what his value is going to be in free agency. I have no idea if he accepts that. That's one of my options. I'm not saying I did that. That's an option. Option two is I target Ennis Cantor. Offer him a one-year, $7.5 million deal. Option three, the same deal I offered Alex Len in the last scenario. A one-year, $3 million deal. But I don't know if you want Alex Len as your long-term starting center. Option number four is the one I'm going to go with. And that's trading Buddy Heald again to the Pelicans for Steven Adams and a second rounder. That immediately opens $5.4 million in salary. So now I have $18.3 million worth of space. 
Well, since I just acquired Steven Adams, I'm not going to use that space on Rashawn Holmes. So once again, I'm letting him go. He's already declined my offer anyway. But with this space, what do I want to do? Well, I'm going to choose to put some pressure on the Chicago Bulls and go and try and get a guy that I've really liked, even though he does have injury concerns and defensive concerns. That's restricted free agent Laurie Markinen. I'm going to offer him a four-year, $64 million deal. That's $16 million per year, which doing some research and having a few conversations, the expected range for Markinen is between 12 and 15. So by going over that by $1 million with 16, I put some real pressure on the Chicago Bulls. If they don't want to match that deal, I just got myself Lowry Markinen. And we're going to assume, again, assume that that happens in this exercise. So I land Lori Markinen for four years, $64 million. I'm going to guarantee Chemezi Metu's contract what it is right now. By the way, both Metu and Damian Jones's contracts that were offered at the end of last season are non-guaranteed at this point. And of course, mid-level exception Mo Harkless and match the offers on Terrence Davis. So team B1 is if Rashawn Holmes accepts his deal. That team is Fox, Halliburton, Heald, Barnes, Holmes, Wagner, Wright, Jackson, Harkless, Woodard, Ramsey, Davis, and Metu. Team B2, if Rashawn Holmes doesn't accept, is Fox, Halliburton, Barnes, Markinen, Adams, Wagner, Wright, Jackson, Davis, Woodard, Harkless, Metu, Ramsey. How's that for a starting lineup? Fox, Halliburton, Barnes, Markinen, and Adams. With Franz Wagner coming off the bench. And Delon Wright. Me likey. Let's move on to offseason scenario C, which is a mild move on draft night. I'm going to trade Marvin Bagley, the number nine pick, and the 39th pick to the Indiana Pacers for Miles Turner and pick number 13. This is a trade that I tried to pull off, by the way, in the Locked On NBA Ultimate Mock Draft. At pick 13, I'm going to draft Josh Giddy, the guard-forward combo out of Australia, another ball handler for the Kings, excellent passer. And here's the salary situation after draft night. I have $107.2 million taken up. Nine players on my roster, four slots to fill. First thing I'm doing, signing Alex Len to a one-year, $3 million deal. The mid-level exception on Mo Harkless, matching Terrence Davis, guaranteeing Metu's money, and that's it. That's my offseason right there. Team C is Fox, Halliburton, Heald, Barnes, Turner, with Giddy, Wright, Harkless, Davis, Len, Woodard, Ramsey, and Metu. Last but not least is the swing for the fences move, which I'll get to in just a second. Before that, though, today's episode of the Locked On Kings podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is absolutely incredible. It's delicious. A protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And I've shared with you before, I'm a very picky eater, especially when it comes to protein-based products. If you look at me, you know that I need more protein in my diet. But protein products I've really struggled with more because I could taste the protein than the actual flavor profiles of the bar or smoothie or whatever that I was eating. Things changed with Built Bar. And I'm not just saying that because they're a sponsor. Truly, I didn't know it was a protein product until I did my first read. I thought they were candy or granola bars. Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft. They're easy to chew. They're delicious. They come in incredible flavors. My favorite flavor is mint brownie. And like I said, they're healthy for you. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Go to Built.com right now. Use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Go and give these a try. That's promo code LOCKEDON for 15% off at Built.com. 
All right, here we go. The final offseason scenario, the swing for the fences trade on draft night. I know a lot of you are going to have fun with this one. My swing for the fences trade is one we've heard a lot of chatter about. We've had some fun with. Recently, we've seen reports that the Sixers would never even humor this if De'Aaron Fox wasn't involved, but I'm still going to proceed as if the Kings could get a deal done, assuming Simmons' value isn't as high as maybe Philly thinks it is, and they're anxious to move on from him. So with those assumptions, I'm trading Buddy Heald, Marvin Bagley, pick number nine, and two protected future first-rounders, 2023 and 2025, to the Philadelphia 76ers for Ben Simmons. That's a crap ton to give up. I'm not exactly comfortable giving away that many picks, but I went on the heavy side for this exercise just to make it somewhat possible. With a 39th pick, since I only have a second-rounder in the draft, I'm taking Isaiah Todd, and here's my salary situation. Now with Ben Simmons on the roster, I have $102.3 million of cap space taken up. I have eight players with five slots to fill. So I have $15.1 million to fill five slots. Of course, that's not enough to resign Rashawn Holmes and fill the rest of the slots. So bye-bye, Rashawn. I'm going the classic mid-level exception for Mo Harkless, matching Davis again, offering Ennis Cantor the one-year $7.5 million deal to be my starting center, which is certainly a downgrade and I'm guaranteeing the deals of Chemezi Metu and Damian Jones. So, my Team D, after the swing for the fences trade, De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, Ben Simmons, Harrison Barnes, and Ennis Cantor. Really good lineup until you get to Cantor, really. Then coming off the bench, DeLon Wright, Terrence Davis, Mo Harkless, Robert Woodard, Jemias Ramsey, Isaiah Todd, Chemezi Metu, and Damian Jones. So those are my four off-season scenarios. Staying at nine, a salary dump trade, a mild move, and a swing for the fences move on draft night. I'll give you my final teams again. I'll tell you which one is my favorite, and I want to hear which one of these teams, really it's five teams for four scenarios, which one of these teams and scenarios you would like the most. Team A, De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, Mo Wagner, Harrison Barnes, and Steven Adams. That's your starting five with Eric Bledsoe, Derek Jones Jr., Mo Harkless, Alex Len, Terrence Davis, Chemezi Metu, Robert Woodard, and Jemias Ramsey filling out the rest of the roster. Team B1, which is if Rashawn Holmes accepts the contract I offered him, is De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, Harrison Barnes, and Rashawn Holmes, with Mo Wagner, DeLon Wright, Isaiah Jackson, Mo Harkless, Robert Woodard, Jemias Ramsey, Terrence Davis, and Chemezi Metu. Team B2, if Rashawn doesn't accept his deal, De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, Harrison Barnes, Lowry Markinen, and Steven Adams with Mo Wagner, DeLon Wright, Isaiah Jackson, Terrence Davis, Robert Woodard, Mo Harkless, Chemezi Metu, and Jemias Ramsey. Team C, De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, Harrison Barnes, and Miles Turner with Josh Giddy, DeLon Wright, Mo Harkless, Terrence Davis, Alex Len, Robert Woodard, Jemias Ramsey, and Chemezi Metu. And finally, Team D, De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, Ben Simmons, Harrison Barnes, Ennis Cantor, DeLon Wright, Terrence Davis, Mo Harkless, Robert Woodard, Jemias Ramsey, Isaiah Todd, Chemezi Metu, and Damian Jones. Out of those five teams, which one is my favorite? I really like Team B2, which was the Fox, Halliburton, Barnes, Lowry Markinen, and Steven Adams lineup with Wagner, Wright, Davis, and Harkless as the main pieces coming off the bench. I think that's a playoff team. Of course, big assumption that Lowry Markinen is able to stay healthy and you move on from both Buddy Heald and Marvin Bagley in that scenario. That's my favorite team. Which one of the five is yours? 
let me know. At Matt George Radio on Twitter, email me, mgeorge at sacklocalmedia.com. And if you want to put together your own off-seasons, let me know. I'll send you this Microsoft Word document that has this template that I followed. I would love to see the off-seasons that you put together. Or if you want to just slightly tweak mine, you can do that as well. Again, at Matt George Radio on Twitter, email me, mgeorge at sacklocalmedia.com. That was a fun little exercise for me. I hope you enjoy listening to it as well. And I appreciate your support on another week here of the Locked On Kings podcast. Next week is draft week. Can you believe it? I'm so excited. Again, we have our Locked On NBA live draft show that's going to be going on. It's the best way to watch the NBA draft, guaranteed. I will also be a part of it. That's not the reason why it's the best, by the way. If anything, that might drag it down a little bit, but I'm excited. Also, if you tune in, you might see a little King of Tanking skit that I did. So make sure you check that out. Also, I have scheduled next week to have former Sacramento King Dante Green join me. Looking forward to chatting with him about his time as a king, his memories here in Sacramento, and he's also a part of the uh, Big Three League, which we'll talk about. So make sure you tune in for that. And of course, have a great weekend. Stay cool if you can. It's hot out there. And I'll talk to you very soon. Until next time, my name is Matt George. You have been listening to Locked On Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.